What's up, everybody? Yusuf Ali here. Thanks for listening to the Meldrick Moments Extended Edition podcast right here on Anchor. And if you want to start your own podcast on Anchor, it's absolutely easy and absolutely free. Let me tell you again, absolutely free. And it's so easy, you don't even need a microphone. I mean, it helps if you have a microphone, but you don't need a microphone because they have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You don't need a booth. You don't need a studio. All you need is somewhere to sit down and be quiet and start talking. It's great. I recommend it to anybody, first-time users, professional, experienced podcasters, and anybody in between. It's absolutely the best. They have background music intro music, sound effects, kids crying, dogs barking, whatever you need, right there, Anchor, use it right now, tell them I sent you, Yusuf Ali. 4.24 a.m., but the studio don't close, man, the studio don't close, plus, it's a new game now, we ain't passing blunts no more. Jason, Ain't no pass to this your left hand side, your right hand side, no hand side. You keep your blind. You pass a blind now, somebody likely to test you out. Coronavirus. Smoking by yourself. Little blunts. Smoking by yourself. Y'all hear me? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Meldrick Moment Extended Edition podcast. This is number 20. I'm used by Lee. This episode is going to be pretty short, I think. I don't know. It just it's, it seemed like it might be. The, 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 the news cycle, again, was kind of... Well, I ain't going to say it was, it was boring. There was some shit that happened. I just... It wasn't... The Browns lost, if you can't tell from my tone. Like, we had one four in a row. And I do these on Sunday night. And normally you can tell in my tone that if we won or not. And, uh, yeah. We lost. But anyway, the show, we got we got some shit. I was saying it was a slow news week. But then again, you got people pulling their dick out for PlayStations. Monkeys fucking up people. Um, fucking people really are using jetpacks. I thought it was just, like, a meme that... Well, I, I made the meme. But... That's because I thought it was just that one lady. But no, no. That shit is a thing. Um, Yelped and stepped up some shit. Um, People talking about the the Lakers and should they have an asterisk on the season. Um, Fuck. I found out some shit about Hannibal Lecter um, that I can't wait to tell y'all about. And we're going to do another hood legend. I like that last episode we introduced the hood legend segment and we we back with another hood legend and um yeah man a lot of shit let's just let's just get into it All right 
um, before we get started, like I always like to do at the top of the show, I want to thank all my likers and retweeters and sharers and favoriters and five star reviewers and everything like that. Keep doing that. Thank y'all. Appreciate y'all. Um, I think we still at seven average listeners per week. So, man, I'm rocking with y'all. Seven, 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 eleven, seven, eleven, seven, even back though, little Joe. That's what Ice Cube said. So, seven, eleven. We fucking with seven mil most strong. That's enough. We can fuck somebody up if we all is there at the same time. So, and shout out to my Melmo in Germany. Still fucking with me. I got you. Uh, I'm going to learn some German. I said that, but I also said I was going to learn Spanish, and I'm only on 2% on Duolingo, and I've been had it for like two years on my phone. But I'm getting around to that, and I'm getting around to the German shit. But um, I want to start out with an update. It might be an update to the update. But um, last, last episode, I was talking about how like 10 years in rap feel like it's less impressive these days. And I really couldn't put my finger on why. I now realize why. It's because we in like this playlist, this playlist microwave music era where shit keep coming. People just making songs just so you can add them, just so it can be on the rap caviar playlist or some other playlist or your own personal playlist. So basically, we living in a playlist era. So when you're making songs just for playlists. It, you can't really fall off in 10 years gonna like a go like a little Uzi can, can been out for 10 years just like that and you'd be like damn Lil Uzi is a 10 year rap bet yeah because in the playlist era music come and go so fast that 10 years seem like it go faster than I don't know 1985 to 1995 to it just it just seemed like it. it's hard to fall off if you got one or two good songs that somebody gonna put on their playlist and listen to forever, and you good. Like, you probably won't be rich. You probably have to get a, a regular job in real life, but you'll be on somebody's playlist forever. And like music, good music. Like at least if it's a, you can have a one hit one. If that shit is a hit enough, hey man, that's there you go. That's your legacy. That one song. Like, like they don't play Lil Pump no more. Lil Pump is probably done out here as a rapper, but he got some hits that's gonna last forever playlist and this new playlist era so you know I think that's what it was it wasn't necessarily like 10 years in rap ain't an accomplishment it's, it's still good if people care about you for 10 years I'm just saying it's harder to fall off now than it used to be cause even the people that fell off back then you can still add their songs to your playlist now like fucking Return of the Mac it still is a number one song because of playlists and don't nobody care about Mark Morrison, Mac Morrison, whatever the fuck. He a killer. I ain't gonna say too much about him because he a killer in real life, but at least a, a criminal. And comedians ain't hard to find. We we so we so thirsty to tell everybody where we gonna be. So I'm not gonna talk too much about this guy. I don't need shit. LA is big as fuck. This guy might be on the next street or some shit. Okay, anyway, moving on. Um, speaking of artists and all that shit, I'm. I'm so glad to be an artist. It gives us an excuse to not have traditional, like, regular shit. Like, we don't, like, most people that got the job and the wife and the kids and the dog and the, and the all that shit and the, the mortgage and the 401k. And that's cool if you got that. But 
if like because traditionally at, at a you know you expected to have that type of shit especially if you like 35 40 45 like that's the type of shit you're supposed to have but if you're an artist you can be 52 and still live in a van and still not have no fucking mortgage and and you don't give a fuck because you just like man i'm lit i'm i got this weed i got this beer i got somewhere to plug up my phone like, i don't give a fuck so it's just a freedom being all right it's a good re a good excuse to be broke i guess is the bottom line the big picture because we could just be broke and happy and just living in closets and 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 showering and ymcas and shit and just don't give a fuck still be at the club still be at the studio still be at the wherever the fuck you doing your art and we don't just don't it's just great it's a great it's a great life artists keep arting comedians keep commenting commenting it sounds better on paper like when you write it down you know you know what i'm trying to say um, oh i got something else uh, came to mind about Myrtle Corbin. Remember Myrtle Corbin, the world's greatest woman of all time with the two pussies that work. I was thinking, do our husband have a preference for a pussy? What, like, could one pussy be better, tighter than the other? I'm like, cause, make, cause the legs that came out, like the four legs, wasn't the same size, so the pussy. Might not have been exactly the same. It was two separate. It could have been two completely designed pussies. So, like, he could have preferred one. And if so, which brings up another question. Did she get jealous? Like, would she notice? Like, you always fucking the bottom pussy. Like, you got a problem with my top pussy? And then could that cause a problem? Like, you would think, what could go wrong with my two pussy wife? Alas, an issue arises. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I was just thinking about it. And, uh, oh, this is what I wanted to tell y'all about Hannibal Lecter. Come to find out, he based on a real dude. It was a real killer in Britain, and they called him the British Hannibal Lecter. But the catch is, he ain't never eat nobody. They thought he ate somebody because he said he was going to eat somebody. And he was threatening to eat somebody, but he never really ate nobody. He just stabbed dude in the head with a spoon. So they saw the spoon and dude head and some of the shit was missing. He went along with the shit that he ate it. So he got this reputation as being a cannibal and didn't nobody fuck with him. And he the one who had the real memory on, on Sides of the Lambs. They had him in the glass cage. That's because of this guy. I should have wrote his name down, but I really don't like these these type of motherfuckers. That these criminal, super criminal, sick motherfuckers. I really don't like saying their names a whole lot. So I really, don't. you know, a Hannibal Lecter. So just just imagine a real motherfucker. All right. So this is who they based him off of. He had a real glass cage that he was in by himself, so they can watch him for fucking every from every angle, twenty four hours a day. They let him go out for an hour a day, and then he would just scoot back and like walk back and forth in the little yard for an hour. And here's the good news about this guy. Well, there is some good news if it got to be any about a guy who they 
compared or who inspired Hannibal Lecter, which is he only killed pedophiles. Like he got abused as a kid by his father and all this shit. So he figured he can't kill his father. He want to, but he can't. He just couldn't bring himself to. So he's just gonna kill motherfuckers that do that shit. And like the psychiatrist said, he probably saw his father in every victim. Like even when he was in jail, he was killed. Like when he got to jail, like he only killed like maybe one, maybe two motherfuckers on the street. When he got to jail, that's when he started being a. He would just pick motherfuckers out and just kill the fuck out of them. So at least he was doing that. At least he was killing pedophiles. I mean, could be worse. He could have been a pedophile. So he, no, he was killing pedophiles. So anyway, shout out to that guy. He a real life guy. Uh I think he not he died not too long ago, like like in the two thousands. So shout out to him. Not a shout out. It just you can't help but say shout out. That's just, just that's just vernacular. You just you just say it. Also what I found out I found out how heroin got so popular. Because the, the the fucking soldiers at Vietnam turned to using heroin because it was you know you couldn't tell I, 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 apparently if you smell like weed that's a bad that's bad they don't want you to smell like weed but you do heroin you won't smell like heroin you'll be high off heroin you'll be fucked up you'll be super duper addicted you ain't gonna get shit done your life gonna be super ruined but least you won't smell like weed like that was the dumbest shit but hey there you go the soldiers didn't want to smell like weed and get in trouble for smelling like weed so they came up with some other shit to do because if you over there killing motherfuckers and kill or be killed type situation you can't do that shit you know sober you gotta do something you gotta do some type of drugs and if they mad at you for getting high and because you smell like weed then fuck they ain't gonna smell this intravenous ass shit unless they fucking vampires or some shit so no vampires hence fucking heroin you skyrocket so ain't that a bitch and now fast forward to 2020 weed is legal but people ain't gonna stop doing heroin and smoke weed it's too late now should just let everybody smoke weed dummies now we got heroin addicts and weed heads Anyway, so what what sense that made? That was just fucking stupid. I ain't even thinking about how dumb it was. So I just put the, you know said it all at once like that. Oh shit, my bad, my bad, mammals, mammals. Hope y'all got y'all mellies too. This is what that's y'all call them. I'm still trying to come up with one particular nickname. I like mellies. See the mellies or drickies. I'm gonna put a, a, a poll up on Instagram. Also, uh, speaking of calling shit shit, what did y'all call that game? And when y'all play where, wherever you from, we call it Dino Man. Dino Man, Dino Man, Dino Man. I don't know what exactly motherfuckers were saying. I'm gonna have to call around and see what motherfuckers Dino or Dino. Anyway. That was a game where you had one football and a bunch of motherfuckers and no team. You just threw the ball up backwards, usually, 
and a motherfucker would catch it because you I mean I get I don't know again depending on how you whatever you called it you might have played different you might have looked and seen who you was going to throw the ball to either way it go whoever got the ball then had to try to score on everybody so if you was good at Donald man you probably was pretty fucking good at football period and that was a good motherfucking litmus test actually and I heard Jalen Rose call it um the fuck did he call it? Some other shit that we don't call it. I know that. Because I had to write it down. See what they call it. Um, pick them up, mess them up. I guess that's what they call it in Detroit. And so I I just wanted to say whatever. What did y'all call it? Again, I'm going to put a poll up to see what people call that shit. And to see what people in Cleveland actually called it. Like, I, I'm confused as to Dino or Dino. Either way, it's, it's some man, and you throw a football up and fuck people up. Oh, man, I saw a dude, quick story, in school, we used to play football right before school started. We would go to school. Everybody would get to school early enough to play football. Like, that was, we didn't care about getting to school on time you know get some extra learning and read an extra book do some extra work no we got to school early enough to play football in the parking lot before fucking homeroom started so in doing that one time oh and because we didn't have grass we had to play in the parking lot which was which consists of gravel and dust and small bricks and rocks so here we are playing football in the parking lot man and we we since it was fucking gravel and dust we didn't play tackle we ain't, we wasn't that fucking crazy but we did play hold which is a lot like tackle because you gotta stop a motherfucker from running you can't just run up and touch a motherfucker and then you got him you have to grab a motherfucker and impede their progress doing this my homeboy Tony <laughs> I don't know how he fell but he fell real good on that fucking gravel and bust his whole shit so now, not only is his face bloody, his face is also dirty because it was pure like dirt and, and rocks and shit. So he fell and his whole head, his hair got dirt and blood. His face is bloody, but he held on to the ball. I will say that he didn't fumble, but he had to sit through school with a, a dirty, bloody face. He tried to clean it up, but that was his legacy. He still got that scar to his day. I just seen a Facebook post of his. And he still got that scar. He ain't never going to not have that scar. And he ain't never going to forget how he got that scar. But he earned that scar. Shout out to Tony Smalls, man. Tarantino. Um, and also, uh, you know, on, if you got Spotify, if you're listening to this on Spotify, uh, then you know they got New Music Fridays. And I look forward to New Music still. I, get, I mean, even though, like I said, we in this uh, microwave era, like I also mention we in this playlist here so of course i'm looking forward to new shit to add to the playlist and i will say this it don't take much for me to not like a rapper like i can it don't take much for me to like you like well i don't say that because i can like a song but i might not necessarily like your album so uh, let me rephrase it don't take much for me to like a song but if i do think i like a song and I'll be like, all right. And then another rapper got two songs. Then I'll be like, all right, I might like this guy as a rapper. And it won't take much for me to turn on you. Key, like, case in point, listen to Key Glock. Because I done got forced to listen to Key Glock. Not, 
not forced, but like he just keep popping up on different people. I do like songs, so I'm like, fuck it. I'm gonna listen to a key Glock. Next time I see a new key Glock, I listen to a new key Glock. So a new some key Glock song popped up, and I'm listening to it at first, and I thought I liked it, and then this motherfucker go and say, "Give me the head. I don't want the pussy." And then I was immediately turned off as a fan from this guy because that's that's pure bullshit. That's I, I don't know if that's young young motherfucker shit, uh, Miami shit out there. I don't know, but I don't know nobody. I don't fuck with nobody who prefer head over pussy. Number one, literally anybody can suck a dick. So that's not like a thing that you should be like like. That 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 says a lot. If you like, you just takes head. Like you just, I and I'm not do what you do. Get your dick sucked. Go ahead. Let anybody suck your dick. I don't care what you do. But anybody can get you pussy, and pussy is amazing. So I, I stand with pussy. I'm not I'm not no just give me head, dude. So if, if if that's if that's your stance on like on life, if you just feel like all you want is head, then I I feel like your choice your decision making is questionable. Like your like your loyalties are like I don't I don't know like I don't know which side I don't know I just I can't fuck with nobody that don't like pussy. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. Call me. Am, am I am I a bigot? Am I, well, I don't know. But if you just I don't know. He didn't say he don't like pussy, but he didn't say he do. So that's all. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Melmos. If if, if it's Melmos out there that don't like pussy, then not have a better reason just because you prefer head that because that, that's just that's not a good good enough reason for me that's i i don't fuck with key glock and people that think like that is what is what i was saying and and um and another thing this is the last thing before we get into the news i was watching a very interesting documentary on netflix it's older but i you know you think you think you've seen everything in the pandemic, but then boom, some pops up and you didn't watch it yet. And this shit been on there since last year. It's called Q Ball. And it's about a prison basketball team in San Quentin. It's the Q. And um they call themselves the San Quentin Warriors. And and the real Golden State Warriors then popped up and played basketball with them a few times. They got, you know, Durant, Draymond was there. Steph was there and um I guess one dude is pretty good and he's supposed to been he's supposed to get a, a look in the in the, um in the D League for the Warriors D League team and the thing about the documentary is you watch this shit and they in San Quentin like they not in the county they not in they in they in real jail 100% certified prison jail and the kid like it's almost like when you watch life, like, like the basketball team is one happy family. And it really made you think that, wow, man, if I could just get on a basketball team when I got to jail, it wouldn't be so bad. But no, nah, man, you still going to get fucked. You still going to get your ass whooped right on the documentary. Two people got jumped and the dude like, well, I guess we're going to have to go inside. Like, yeah, you're going to go inside because it's still jail and people still getting fucked up. It's just the the... They they was so like they was the, they was so tight the bond the family bond from playing basketball they they really do forget that they was in jail they so much to the point where 
one dude they interviewing they interview most of the players and one dude say man you know sometimes i just i know i think about you know i picture the day of me walking out of here and then a few questions later interview dude asked you know how much time you got this motherfucker say 102 to life so that, it just lets you know like man basketball is such an escape this motherfucker forgot that he forgot he forgot that he got 102 years to life to life that means he up for parole after 102 years and then maybe he might get out but you know he looking for it you know he pictured himself you know walking through those gates but um I just watch the shit man I ain't gonna spoil it for you I just it just it's just a, not a typical jail documentary and the fact that them dudes really do make you think that you know they just a basketball team they just there to hoop <laughs> no man you're a murderer you are a literal stabber right let's get into the news get into the news i just gotta find memos i'm looking for a roach to light up because i ain't gonna lie i didn't i didn't uh feel like rolling up another blunt for this segment because i just didn't think it was gonna go long enough and i wanted to stress the importance of relighting roaches and using roaches don't be ashamed but if you if you fuck with, if you've been fucking me since day one then you already know that we use we we smoke our shit down to the roach and then put the roach into the bowl not a fucking bud gets wasted waste not want not that's not the metric moment way we smoke all this shit and it's not because we broke it's not because we can't afford to buy weeds not because we don't currently have a whole entire ounce at our disposal it's because we love weed so why waste weed like I said, it's not a fucking cigarette, but it's not fucking paper and cotton. It's weed in there. Smoke that shit. Anyway, this week in the news, I don't know if y'all heard, but Cash Dial, I thought this was fucking headline news, but apparently, uh, CNN, C-SPAN, Fox, don't nobody really give a fuck, but Cash Dow, the Detroit MC, is offering a PlayStation 5 to whoever pull a dick out and put it on Instagram. I believe it can be, I believe it can be um, a pick, or maybe it gotta be live. I don't know, Boomerang? I don't know, maybe you Boomerang, you get a Game Boy. I don't know. Depending on the various platforms that you put your dick on is what you might get from, you know, depending on the entertainment system you get from Cash Down. So, I don't know. But she started out with dicks, uh, I mean, PS5s for dicks on Instagram Live. It's Instagram Live because that's the hottest fucking social media. So, like, you put your dick on Snapchat, you know, she might get you an iPad. But that's not the same thing. But you know, you never know. You might get something out of it. 
and all it probably also depends on you know you know dick size can't just change just giving playstation 5s to all any kind of dicks i imagine i don't know i don't know so that's just i'm just telling y'all i don't i don't play too many video games i got like two i think downloaded on my phone and that's trivia so i'm not myself personally willing to pull my dick out for a playstation 5 from cash down but i believe i believe i'm I'm not bragging you know i'm trying to be all you know big and braggy you know use Ali, but i i do believe i'm eligible for the you know ps5 if it's based on size but you know whatever also in the news um motherfuckers really flying around in jetpacks the second person in la then got spotted on the jetpack by the airport so they're not just doing it to do it they're doing it to show up the airlines and to show people that this is a thing and an option and so i guess it's all on you if you if you scared of heights or you know you don't have it and it can't be regular gas it can't be regular if it's regular gas in the jetpack then I don't know if I even want to fuck with. The, I need. I mean, jet fuel don't use. Jets don't use regular gas. That'd be fucked up to see. You know, a Delta getting BP or some shit like that. So, mm-hmm. so I'm just saying it's a thing. It's an option, and it's not. It's not. Uh, it's not a joke. It's not a rumor. I don't know what connect you need to have to to be able to get one of these jet packs, but. I don't even know if it's against the law. What can they say to you? You need a pilot's license? You're not a pilot is for somebody that got passengers, I believe. Just like, you know, a boating license. Because, like, if you just on a fucking rig, you don't need a fucking boating license to be on a canoe or fucking kayak, just you. But you need a boating license if it's going to be other motherfuckers. Probably not to ride those swans on, down on uh, Silver Lake. But other than that, what they gonna say to you on a jetpack is you on your jetpack on your own this is me this is my jetpack this ain't no different from a skateboard better get the fuck on or a kite i might as well be on it this might as well be a kite so fly on man until they they probably gonna make up some laws but until then we got a gray area so y'all know somebody be on that shit um sports news i'm gonna do some sports news right quick um, like I started out with the show, the Browns lost. Got our ass whooped too. It wasn't even fuck. It wasn't even like it was like the it was much like the Ravens game, just a total domination. Like we didn't look good in no aspect of the game. Uh, we did score a touchdown. We looked good on one drive. They said this we was down twenty four zip, and uh, they say OBJ got real mad because we kept going three and outs and all this shit was getting dogged. So OBJ got mad at everybody and and cussed out everybody and challenged everybody and they scored a touchdown. So he thought, hey, well, shit. If that's all we got to do, OBJ just got to get mad at you one time. Or OBJ, I like to call him. If you spell it out, OBJ, that's how, that's how you say OB. Anyway, so he got mad and they scored. But then I guess he must have just been mad that once because... He ain't get no more catches, and we ain't score no more, and we got our ass whooped. 
So that's that. Speaking of asses whooped, uh, Lomachenko lost. He didn't really get his ass whooped. It was a decision. Well, it was unanimous. Maybe he did get his ass whooped. Split decision means you didn't get your ass whooped. Unanimous decision means three people saw the fight, three people saw you get your ass whooped, and you lost. So that's that. And um, and they talking about and they talking about as far as the as far as champions and new champions and shit. Look at I'm killing these segues. Um, people asking if they gonna put a, a, a asterisk on the Lakers season because it was a bubble and all this shit. And it's not that you have to put an asterisk on the season because it was a bubble. You are gonna put an asterisk on this year? This whole year is a fucking bubble is an asterisk. What the fuck? None of this shit is normal. It ain't like people gonna look back over time over all the NBA championships and be like, you know, oh yeah, when the Lakers won in 2020, that was just like when the when the Cavs won in 2016 or when the Celtics won in, in 2008. No, it's not. Every Obviously, this year is different. You don't need to put an asterisk on it. Everybody gonna know what happened in 2020. Asterisks or not, no matter who would have won, everybody gonna know how 2020 went. It's the most unforgettable year in history of anybody that's living his lives right now. So, the fuck an asterisk. That's the dumbest shit. Of course, it's an asterisk. Um, this is only news to people directly affected by it, but. I just thought I should bring awareness to it. Because, I mean, I know when I say people only directly affected by it, that sounds cruel. Because, I mean, I mean, because it's some shit that's happening to people and they getting fucked up. And some people are trying to bring awareness to it over here in America, but it's not really our problem. So a lot of people ain't really talking about it and a lot of people don't know about it. And I'm not talking about the SARS thing because that's fucked up and people should know about that. I'm talking about these monkeys in India fucking people up because there's too many monkeys. Because they don't kill the monkeys because the monkeys is revered. So they're not killing the monkeys. They're not killing the cows. There's all type of monkeys and the cows and animals that have a reason to not get killed in India. I don't know what they're killing. But they're not, they're not killing cows and monkeys. And these monkeys are fucking up babies fucking up people, fucking up electricity, fucking up water sources and the monkeys are just fucking shit up so I think I think y'all should notice I see that uh, the people's fears and pandemic fears is lifting the corona fears lifting, they starting to travel again, you planning on going to in, uh, India, New Delhi and all this shit, be aware that monkeys are fucking people up if you got babies Keep the babies tight. Keep the babies uh, wrapped up in them little things, them uh, them little, them long ass blanket scarf things. Keep the baby swaddled. Keep the babies swallowed up tight, and keep them close because they are snatching babies, biting babies, punching babies, pissing on babies. Monkeys don't give a fuck about babies, is what I learned from these stories, and they don't give a fuck about adults. So, be careful. In a more positive note, um, yelp is now adding racism to their reviews. You can now, you know, put, uh, I went to this store and they clearly gave me 
you know, less napkins in my bag than this other than a white lady who went in front of me. I had to ask for an extra ketchup instead of they just handing me the extra ketchup or shit that we know is racist. They saying that it got to be Yelp is saying it got to be a national review like some nationally a national story like the whole world or at least the whole country gotta know some shit that happened and they, like they use an example as like the one lawyer who was who went crazy at a mcdonald's and he was calling people all kind of mexicans and shit and they're like he a lawyer so you know don't shop with him or don't use him for, for your lawyer services or so so i mean in some cases that can work because yelp ain't just for restaurants so again i get where they going like like the motherfuckers that pulled the guns they was uh the the, the white couple that pulled the guns on the protesters they were uh, i think they lawyers so i guess they ain't gonna be lawyering because they get a bad yelp review now so you do some racist shit and you own a business even if you work somewhere if you do some racist shit and it go viral they now can put it on Yelp and then now it's going to affect the business because they say a star equal like I don't know a four or five star rating is the difference between you know 13 and 35 percent revenue so some number shit where it's a big deal to get stars and as a disclaimer I don't know how many everybody should know this by now but the Meldrick Moment podcast is a is, is a is a um started on the Tuskegee Jokeman podcast as a small segment and the Tuskegee Jokeman podcast if you did not know was the most uninformed informational podcast on the whole worldwide internet and we have been down since then but I picked up the ball and I'm keeping us going so if I tell you some shit about the Yelp reviews and I started getting to the numbers and I don't know the exact numbers then of course I don't know the exact numbers because this is the most uninformed and informational podcast on the whole world wide webs. I know which I just tell you the meat and the potatoes. You can figure out the rest of the shit on your own. You got Google. Just know that if you do some racist shit and you got a job, then we're gonna find out about it. And then lastly in the news, this is a newer thing. I don't normally do this, but I have some audio. Hold on, let me let me get my audio together, and I have a I'm I'm gonna play the audio, and then I'm gonna tell you what's going on about like oh after the audio. So, okay, hit hold on. Yeah, that you heard it right. This motherfucker got a song about EDD scams. Now they got songs about they already got songs about the motherfucking credit card scams and the scammers dudes named Lil Scammy and all this type of shit. And they out here scamming. And they getting away with it. I don't know how. But ain't none of these scam rappers got caught yet. Now, I will say they ain't made too many more songs about the shit. But they ain't got arrested. Now, last week I told you about Pretty Ricky. 
he was using, I mean, a dude from Pretty Ricky, and he was using one of the unemployment scams, and he got busted. At least he was trying to be, you know, on the low with it and just trying to, you know, I'm going to be Pretty Ricky dude, and I'm going to do this scam shit because, you know, I'm the Pretty Ricky guy. Don't nobody know that I'm, would nobody expect me to do this. I'm Pretty Ricky guy. This motherfucker, whose real name is Fontrell Baines, decided to make a rap song about his EDD scam. And that wasn't the right move, man. They was all over that shit. Just like the feds be on them dope raps. They gonna pull up and make sure to see if you selling dope. And if you ain't selling dope, then you can still make your dope raps. That's how we know that these rappers don't sell dope. Because they making these dope raps consistently. But the rappers that do sell dope, they get caught for selling dope. And don't make no more dope raps. Hence, my man Nuke Bizzle, who... And he probably thinking, you know, I'm a I'm a SoundCloud rapper. I'm a, I'm a YouTube rapper. I got, you know, 11 I got 1100 followers on on YouTube subscribers. Ain't no ain't no fans ain't paying attention to me. I'm gonna make this a little EDD rap right quick. I'm gonna call it EDD. <laughs> and they pulled up on him. And they got his ass. And but the the beauty of it is he not even the first welfare fraud rapper. Like, he just the first one to get caught. Old Dirty Bastard went to pick up his welfare check on MTV in a limo. But because they thought it was some type of publicity stunt, he didn't go to jail. He really cashed that check, though. <laughs> Plus, it was only like $213 and Odari Bastard really do have like seven kids. So yeah, gold chain or not, he qualified for that welfare. This guy <laughs> is rapping about buying laptops and gold chains with his welfare and they was on it. And damn, maybe maybe uh, JB Smooth was right back in the day. Maybe they would have made motherfucking uh, welfare food stamps biggest fucking those million dollar winner checks then you know people be less you know inclined to do welfare fraud but online it's too easy just don't rap about it so congratulations to them and congratulations to old dirty bastard for being a legend at welfare fraud rap All right, before COVID, it was comedy. I got a shot at the Dallas Stone. We don't even have them. I'm in LA now. They don't, y'all have Dallas Stone in Sacramento? Y'all have Dallas Stone? Okay, I think I'm saying it wrong or something. In Cleveland, we have, it's spelled D O L L A S T O. A little thing over the whole Dallas Stone. And you get what you pay for it here, so watch out. I bought some fakes and ran around. They call myself a heel to play the bees from the night before. This cheap shit building and rap each beat individually in plastic. I got hungry, hungry hippo pellets.
you ever if you ever know a street dude that get a job and then you know you see him coming from work or some shit and you'd be like you know see you got a job so you working and they'd be like yeah man that's just some bullshit man and you can hear in their voice that it just you know it ain't cut out for them well on portal tracks the neighbor you know me and the neighbor kind of deal with that with his kid check it out he's talking to the neighbor and he's telling me his kid finally got a legit job for you know he hadn't been to jail in two weeks and i was like hell yeah you know i'm proud of him what'd he do he told me right now he work at the salvation army thrift store restringing old hoodies i was like he'll be back to selling stolen pillowcase tabs in a minute This week's edition of Legends of the Hood. I'm gonna keep it basketball again because I don't know. It, a lot of my legends are gonna be either basketball players or drug dealers or drug dealers that play basketball or somewhere in the middle. But because we all know the same type of people growing up in the hood. But um, anyway, today's hood legend. Is my main man Damon Payne. Now Damon Payne, like I brought up in the last Hood Legend story with Spanky, is one of Morningstar Baptist Church basketball's all-time like legends. Damon Payne was was the guy who, when you played basketball, everybody had one of these guys. Especially back then, everybody knew the Michael Jordan fanatic. And so it depending on the extent of their fanaticism was depending on, you know, how they dressed up. Because Michael Jordan had a lot of signature things. It was really easy to imitate Michael Jordan. He was like Michael Jackson or some other larger-than-life costumed figure. Like, like, he just wore... It was so much about him. Like, Kobe Bryant was the perfect example of somebody who imitated Michael Jordan to the T. Like, he, like his, he did it all the way to the point where he almost got as many championships. Mike got six, Kobe got five, but everything else he did just like Kobe. I mean, just like Mike, almost he just didn't want to get 23, which he could have because 23 was there. When LeBron got to the Lakers, 23 was available because nobody had 23. But he just was like, nah, I I just do my own number. Other than that, he was the same thing. He he was just like Mike. He had Mike's fadeaway. He got Mike's fucking free throw form. He got Mike's jumper. He had Mike's the way Mike chewed his gum. The way Mike walked was, I mean, he had it to a T. And even though I'm talking about Kobe Bryant, I'm also talking about Damon Payne. Damon Payne was the 105 Michael Jordan, except just a few things that set him apart. That you, when you, you know, you knew that wasn't the real Michael Jordan. You knew that was Damon Payne. Number one, he was light skinned, about five nine, maybe five ten. So that kind of 
threw him off the, you know. Oh man, I thought man, this dude could be Mike. I thought that was Mike. He split an image of Mike. That was one thing, cause you know, sharing light skin. That that ain't Mike. And then the other thing about Damon Payne, he was really bad at basketball. I mean, really bad. He he had a lot of heart. He had a lot of energy. Yeah, a lot of energy. He could run around. He could run around. But he was not hard to score on. He wasn't hard to get to the basket on. He was it wasn't hard to take the ball from him when he did have it. When he shot the ball, chances are he was gonna miss. When he did make it, he would do this little thing where like he would put his his he would like you know how like the uh the room room dance and your how your wrists end up like he'd do his wrist like that and have him like by his chest and he'd like like they about like his shoulders are bounce and he'd run he'd backpedal down the court and he had this look this serious look on his face where he like just looking at the floor not even looking at nobody individually like he just like like he's so serious, like he just made like 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 the most clutch shot ever, and it could be no matter when he scored that point. When he scored that point, you knew that 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 body contortion was coming after, and man, he was just so bad. But he he was such a good guy, man. He was a really nice dude, but but everybody knew that Damon Payne, aka not Jordan, not Mike, not like Mike. Like, oh man, it was so bad, man. But he had the fucking wristband on the forearm wristband. He had the calf sleeve. He had the jersey. He had the shorts. Oh man. But he didn't have the game. But he was still a legend nonetheless, man. So shout out to Damon Payne, the legend. Morningstar Baptist Church, 105 Cleveland, St. Clair, stand up. All right, Bill Mose, we have come to the end of another episode. This was great, man. Had a good time with y'all again, once again, like I do every week. Um, shit man i think i got everything covered i wanted to talk about all the updates if not you know i have next week i catch i cover whatever i think i might have forgot this week but um i think that's about everything and the last little thought before i get out of here um i think like with this homeschooling shit i had i was me and jill was talking and i was telling her that I don't think you're going to have to go to school too much longer because I guess it's some shit they might try to change. Like she said, they might try to change some shit where you might have to learn it or be out of the loop. But I think a lot of most shit, like once you figure out what you want to do, say around 10, 11, you're like, man, what you think you're going to do? What you want to do? And he say, I'm going to be a firefighter. Or I'm going to be a cop or I'm going to be a pilot or I'm going to be wherever the fuck he say he going to be. That's when you be like, alright well fuck all the rest of this shit we gonna focus on what you need to learn to do this shit fuck all this algebra 2 fuck all this chemistry fuck all this look all this bullshit all this 6 hours look 
This is what we're going to do and we're going to learn that. You know how to use Google? Good. You don't need to learn how to fucking do no division. The fuck you need to divide for? You want to be a firefighter. You don't need to learn. Look, you got a calculator on your Google. So you can ask Siri any question in the world. You can ask Alexa, wherever the fuck, or you can type it with yourself, or you can just say it out loud. It's, it's a million ways to not have to go to school. And then, number two, when they do get in school, these books get a whole bunch of lies. And you would hear the rappers say that. You heard, I heard the public enemies and poor righteous teachers and black and brand Nubians and growing up for years and years and years everybody talking about how to carry us one all the schools these lies the books is lies is lies and then you grow up and realize they was right but then nobody tell you they was right because they was black and it's like ain't no way these black 22 year old rappers can tell you anything no 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 they don't know what the fuck they talking about listen to us uh, listen to these us are these old ass white teachers Listen to what we telling you. And it's crazy, man. The, the textbooks. And they don't know better than the old white teachers. Fault. They just doing the curriculum. Because if they do try to tell you some shit that's not in the shit, then they get fired. So, I mean, it ain't even the old white teachers fault. It's whoever wrote these motherfuckers books fault. For putting that bullshit in the books. So, fuck a school, man. I mean, I don't know. I guess it's easy for me to say because I don't got no kids. But that's just how I feel fuck school if you do if you do go to school just stand there long enough to learn how to use the fucking internet what i see three-year-olds using ipads so what at this rate by the time you're in the fourth grade you should be a fucking computer fucking genius so fuck school man 10 year olds drop out man help your mama out go get a job invent some shit there's a little it's a kid on the internet making eight nine million dollars a year on youtube playing with toys you think he going to school you don't fuck about no school fuck a school that's probably bad advice but then again anybody listen to this it ain't no school age it ain't none of my male most school age influence kids we all done with that shit we all smoke little blunts and listen to rap and watch comedy shows sometimes we, we mostly watch boondocks so and Riley didn't know be in school. I ain't seen Riley in school yet. Fuck a school. So anyway, um, that's that. We've done another episode. I want to thank everybody again for, for tuning in with me this week. All my new listeners, like all my older ones. I, I know that's some Joe Budden shit, but he, it makes sense to shout out old new listeners. I see why they do that type of shit because you never know so so whoever listened for this for for the first time thank you hope you listen to it next week because we will be back every monday these episodes come out or sunday night it's it's still sunday here on the west coast by the time i drop this but it's gonna be like a minute till monday so it's basically monday so um other than that like i always say treat everybody how you want to be treated is really simple man it sounds like some cliche bullshit but if you do it you will see that that shit work man you feel good you sleep better food tastes better you get higher all that type of shit because you feel good about doing the right motherfucking thing you treated everybody the way you know you want empathy they say it's called having empathy for a motherfucker so do that have that be be cool get high fucking stay safe um it was still a week Again, I can't get out of here without mentioning that. Uh, 
and we got our ass whooped. And we got to bounce back. Next week, I hope I don't have to be telling y'all that we got our ass whooped again. So, mm, I ain't going to let it ruin the week. I got a lot of weed to smoke. Um, should go fast. And hopefully y'all do too. See y'all next week. Peace. We out. Go Browns. Cleveland! This is for you!